Hello everyone, welcome back to a new year. It is 2022 now. We are in the next uh, circle, per se. I'm here with Glenn Gilcrease. Once again, my name is Anthony Smith. Glenn, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Thank you, Anthony. Did you have a good holiday season? We did. We did. Yeah? I still see a little bit of the red. You're still, I feel like you're a little in the holiday spirit still. I like that. I try to stay in the spirit. I should have worn green, though. I wore the green for you, actually. You, you yeah. wore the, you wore there the we go. We, uh, the combo pack is here. Today, being a lawyer, how long has it been? It has been since September the 29th of 1973. 73. Did they even, was there an inkling of using computers at that point for any of this? There was not. There, there was, was not. No inkling of it. Um, that, that came later, probably just some inkling, maybe five, six, seven years afterwards. Mm -hmm. and then Towards the 80s. The beginnings of the computer era. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody foresaw what it is today. Yeah. So what was that like? How did you, you know, between evidence and between having correspondence with individuals, how did you even get a message to the judge if he needed to, outside of making a phone call? Well, we had phone call, we had mail, yeah. we had uh, runners and couriers, mm -hmm. and just the old-fashioned way. Yeah. I imagine that the couriers was a bigger business then. You had probably one or two guys that just came every day to check to see if you had something. I'm sure it was more of a business then than it is now. Mm -hmm. We still use them, but that's true. There's stuff that you have to that needs a notary or whatever, what have you. What we'll get right into like the big differences. You know, 1973 versus now. What have you really noticed in about 50 years of being around? Well, when I knew that we were going to be discussing some yeah. of this today, I looked at the rule book called Arizona Rules of Court, mm -hmm. Volume 1, State, meaning our Arizona rules, yeah. which is, I think, a little bit more than three inches thick. Yeah. When I started practicing, it was less than one inch thick. Yeah. Plus, it's about eight inch long, and I don't, there's no pictures in there, folks. This is all type 10 writing here. This is a... I might even have to take a picture of that somehow and throw it on Facebook or something just to show people the the, the volume here. So volume one, does that mean there's multiple books to this set or? No, the volume one is Arizona State. Volume two are the federal rules mm. that apply in our district court and govern the federal jurisdiction cases. Mm -hmm. How many times have you been in the in the courtroom these days? Could you even put a number on it at this point? It's hard to estimate. Well, everything is pretty much by Zoom. Uh, it's been about three years since I've tried a case. Mm -hmm. uh, that was not by Zoom. That was before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, how many think? How many do you think you've done over the years? Like how many times have you gone to trial? I would say uh, approximately fifty civil cases. Fifty civil tried. cases. And then I had maybe a dozen criminal cases before mm -hmm. I made the decision to focus my practice and specialize. Mm -hmm. This is actually an important conversation right here because I think most people don't know, like most of these cases get, like they're, they're cleared up before it even hits the courtroom, if I'm not mistaken. Most cases settle statistically. Mm -hmm. 
the large volume of cases settle. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes a lawsuit gets filed. Mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that the case is not going to get settled. We have something called alternative dispute resolution, mm -hmm. which is mandatory to engage in under our rules. Yeah. So at some point, even though we have filed a lawsuit, mm -hmm. it's going to get before an arbitrator, a mediator, mm -hmm. or some kind of uh, you know, alternative dispute mm -hmm. resolution other than mm -hmm. a jury trial. Um, and those are very frequently successful. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why I wanted to make the distinction. Some people might say only 50 cases in a courtroom in 50 years, but the reality is that's a big number. It's it's way up there in yeah. terms of how many cases get tried. Um, oftentimes, defense attorneys that work for the insurance mm -hmm. companies will have more on their list because just the nature of the practice. Yeah. When it comes to be on your side of the court, you know, 50, 50 in the in the books is quite a bit, so that's pretty amazing. And that's actually jury trials. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not including cases that have been settled on the courthouse steps, mm. uh, cases that have been arbitrated mm -hmm. and resulted in a conclusion to the case. Mm -hmm. So like at every step, stuff will get, it's a mediator, so it's basically meeting you and the other group, the other uh, team and their clients respectively. And then arbitration, which is more of a the courts get involved a little bit in arbitration? Well, sometimes it's the court that will arbitrate it or an arbitrator will be appointed mm. for a certain category of cases. An arbitration mm. will be held. Yeah. Now, if either side is disappointed in the arbitration, a jury trial can be requested. Mm -hmm. Our constitution, our state constitution, preserves and protects the right to a jury trial mm -hmm. in all cases. Do you like doing the trial like trial law do you like being in the room I do yeah I, I, I but of course I, at this stage in my practice I you know kind of winding down a little bit yeah doing a little bit less but I still enjoy getting in there and yeah mixing it up but you know changes have happened and yeah. um, the way mediations are conducted has changed. Mm -hmm. When we first started out doing them, the mediator would sit with everybody together in one room. Mm -hmm. That's changed. Yeah, everybody obviously. starts in different rooms. Really? And the mediator goes back and forth. Really? Exchanging information. And that's an interesting dynamic, because what they found was that starting it in the same room where both parties mm -hmm. are, are stating their positions in front of the mediator, there was a lot of contention mm -hmm. and I guess typically there some contrarianism comes into play and, and they found that that was not the effective way to do it. Mm -hmm. Interesting. They put you in separate rooms said this is what they're offering and here's your offer. That, it does make sense now that you really think about it because if you're sitting there face to face you know you can get animosity can come out almost at that point because it's it is still two groups trying to get their way essentially. That's that's correct and for cases to successfully resolve everybody's mm -hmm. got to give a little. Mm -hmm. What's the, are you allowed to talk about some of your bigger ones like some of your bigger cases or is there still mostly under wraps or? Well I can't t 
talk about names. Yeah. Um, I, so my I, malpractice case years ago that I tried and uh, got a seven figure up into the seven figures. Wow. A verdict. Um, um, then um, I've I've had a number of cases that are into the multiple hundreds of thousands mm -hmm. of dollars as well as several seven figure cases. I've tried just about every kind of case. Yeah, I was say it's got you. You probably covered the whole bandwidth. Do you do something? I've we've kind of talked about recently. You've got a little bit of a, a, a co-counsel now that kind of helps you out. I, I do. Yeah, I do. It, it essentially means that when clients sign me up mm -hmm. and want me to represent them, they have a team behind them. Yeah, or essentially a firm. Mm -hmm. Because it can be kind of hard to do all the work, you know, solo or with you and the paralegals. It does get, it's a lot of work to do. There's tons of work to do. Mm -hmm. And plus the other aspect of it is, is just brainstorming. That's true. Having three months versus the one. That's pretty cool. So it's almost a weird question. What era? So think about the different decades of law. This is, I don't know if you know the answer to this in your own head. Which one did you like the most? I think I liked the 80s the best. Really? And going into the 90s, um, in terms of trying cases, uh, just maybe the spirit of things um, and you know the attitudes of the courts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in Arizona, people may not know this, but our Arizona state constitution prohibits our state legislature from putting caps on damages. Mm. So a lot of attorneys from other states have, have come here from other states mm -hmm. and it's become quite competitive and I don't mind that at all because mm -hmm. I'm a certified specialist and yeah. people that hire me know that I've got the experience. You've been around. Backed it up. Mm -hmm. what, Let's go back to the '80s for a moment. What was the the attire like then? Was it full suits? Was it? Did you have uh, the fro going like they say, or what's the? Like when you went to a courtroom, what would you be dressed in? What was the what was the style back then? Definitely uh, uh, least coat and tie. At least coat and, and tie. For courtrooms, it's still pretty much uh, mm. coat and tie. Definitely in federal court and state court coat and tie. Although a lot of the Zoom appearances now, the judges have relaxed a little bit so you can sit here with a sports coat and no tie. Mm. But even if you're going to do that, I, we always call the court's judicial assistant the and check just in. say, look, we're going to be appearing for this or that. Does the court require? Mm -hmm. And they'll either say yes or no. Is there a portion of the setup time that you talk to your client and kind of take them through what they should be wearing when it comes to meetings and such and that? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I spend a lot of time with clients, even for a mediation, mm -hmm. letting them know how it's going to unfold, uh, letting them know that anger doesn't do any good, mm -hmm. that let's wait, it's a process. Mm -hmm. And basically what I tell them in advance of a mediation it's not the first offer that matters. Mm -hmm. So don't let the first offer insult you. Mm -hmm. It's it's not the offer that's made at nine o'clock in the morning that matters. Mm -hmm. It's the one that's made at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Interesting. 
that's pretty awesome stuff. You know, you think about the whole entire process. I've actually sat down with your paralegals at one point, and we kind of scaled the whole thing out. It took a whole whiteboard and a half to actually talk about it. Do you, so when you people call you, they actually get you on the phone. Do you like, like, is that part, do you really enjoy that? Do you like talking to clients? Like, is that? I do. And uh, my, I have an experienced paralegal. Yeah. She does uh, a lot of the background work, mm -hmm. the workup of cases. Yeah. But I'm there for the clients. Mm -hmm. I, there's no ironclad rule, but I kind of have a at least a three-one rule. If if my paralegal Kathy has talked to somebody, mm -hmm. let's say three times, I want to make sure that I'm the next person they talk to. Mm -hmm. So it's not just a a paralegal, and then you show up right at the end. You want them to know that you're there for them. Absolutely, that makes sense. Excuse me, I had a drink right real quick. So now we're here today, we're in COVID land, Omicron, or excuse me, I think that's the, the title, I'd have to go look at it again. We're into a, basically another spike. Zoom seems like it's the future here. Does that, does, is, there any, is there any view in sight of going back to the courtroom in any time in the future? Well, hopefully yeah. that will happen. I, I just think something gets lost. Mm-hmm in translation, so to speak, over Zoom, mm -hmm. technology that you don't get when you're looking somebody truly in the eye mm -hmm. or they're in the same room you are. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's missing today. Mm -hmm. It's missing socially, too. Yeah. Just out and about with people and, you know, that... I just don't know what's coming down. I wished everybody would get vaccinated mm -hmm. and 100% uh, vaccination would put an end to this mm -hmm. a lot more quickly. Mm -hmm. um, all I can do is you know, recommend to people and let them know what I see, what I think, mm -hmm. and how it's gonna affect you know, the, the progression of a, of a suit. Mm -hmm. A lot of cases got delayed over 2020 into mm -hmm. 2021 so um, and there have been some changes uh, you know another change that occurred when I first started practicing uh, basically a recovery was just split between not split but mm -hmm. my clients would get two-thirds I get a third so to speak mm -hmm. and uh, now we have something called liens on the recovery where mm -hmm. Medical providers, insurance companies will come back and want a piece of the action after we've recovered. Mm -hmm. And uh, that my paralegal spends a lot of time on that. Oh, I imagine. Uh, Has the technology added another level of a different type of difficulty to the courtroom? Is it? I, I wouldn't say a level of difficulty. It's, it's just a degree of uh, change. Yeah. In some ways, technology has helped. Mm -hmm. uh, put things on a computer and show it to a jury on a screen. Mm -hmm. um, I still don't try my cases all like that. In other mm -hmm. words, I, the last one I tried, I had some large boards mm -hmm. to put evidence on and show the jury, and then mm -hmm. I used some computer. Mm -hmm. So it's. Um, I'd say it's more helpful than negative, except the lawyers need to know how to use it. Yeah. 
and communicating with the jury. Mm -hmm. I imagine there's some, there was some growing pains there. You know, when you really think about it, you go from being in the courtroom so much, paper, evidence, all these things to that huge shift so fast. I gotta imagine there was a few mediations that were pushed back because someone's camera didn't work or something like that. Has that been kind of an issue as you've kind of gone along? Have there been a few, whether their lawyer or something here or the judge couldn't get the camera or audio working? Has that kind of moved things around? Well, interestingly, we haven't had a whole lot of glitches. Really? Like that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, knock on wood. That's fantastic. Yeah, knock on wood. And, and a couple of delays perhaps yeah. where a problem needed to get solved, but it got solved. Mm -hmm. And you, you went on your way. So interesting. Well, Glenn, I appreciate it. How can we? Uh, I mean, I'm sure everybody knows, but how do we get a hold of you here if they have a, a case they want to try? It is 480-897-0990. The same number I've had for all low these many years. That's pretty cool. And I love getting calls from clients. They need to know that they can call me, no charge for a consultation. Mm -hmm. And I'd be glad if I can help them. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Thank you, Clint. Yeah, thank you.